When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hail Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hail Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Thanks for hanging out. Welcome into Monday. It's Hale Varsity Radio, presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, and you. Loaded up. We will talk plenty of coaching search thoughts and name. Not names, but name that is out there. Uh, can join us today. Can dial up at 466 3776. 466 37. Seven six eight hundred eight two five five eight six five. Can email the show Chris at HaleVarsity dot com and watch the show as always on ESPN Lincoln Facebook and Twitter. It's also the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter handle at H Varsity Radio. Give us a follow at Schmidt underscore Radio and at Herbal Essence for Elijah Herbal. We'll check in with Jay Moore uh, sometime between now and six. And we'll also spend time at five with Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride. So here's my story. Crashed out. I'm old or I'm getting older. And long and short, put myself in a food coma last night. That should not surprise many. Was out at seven. Woke up at midnight to the uh, chagrin of missed text messages as the rumor mill swirled. Smoke again for one Matt Rule. Uh, missed an Elijah Herbal text. I missed text from other people we keep in contact with. And then I went back to sleep and I woke up and was ready for a press conference today. One did not happen. I don't know that one happens tomorrow. Uh, I have given up on throwing the dart at the dartboard. I'm not Ted Lasso, I'm not accurate. So I'm just going to sit back. Keep my ear to the ground and hope this thing finishes out. It's it's been wild. It's been wild the last two weeks. It's been quiet until the old levy broke a couple Thursdays ago. And the name that is back, the name that is talked about with private jets and flights and connecting the dots is is Matt Rule. And uh, just to reiterate Matt Rule, we talked to Paul Meyerberg way back when. Is this a month ago to the day? Uh, a little over a month. It was October 11th. Okay, October 11th. Matt Rule fired October 10th. Yes. Monday show, Tuesday show, Paul Meyerberg, who, listen, Paul has done great work for a long time with USA Today College football. We'll see him at Big Ten Media Days. And Paul has, because he's a national writer, had a chance to 
wow, this is a pretty interesting national story going on in Philadelphia with Temple and a guy named Matt Rule, an old Penn State player. Wow, he jumped from Temple to Baylor and did some pretty impressive things from uh, 1-11 to 11 wins. Then he gets the knock for a boatload of money to the NFL, and it didn't work. I've always been pro-rule. I've been pro-Aranda. I've been pro-Liopold. I've been pro-Mickey. I think there's a lot of climbing. I think there's a ton of really good candidates out there. I think there's a few that are in position to take this job, and there's even fewer in position to do this job the way it needs to be done so we're not back here three, four, five years later. And I think Matt Rule is one of those guys, and I said it a month ago, I said it three weeks ago, I'm saying it again today, and Paul Meyerberg pretty much sold me. And what sells me the most about a guy like Matt Rule, if that indeed happens, Whenever the timeline is, if there's a timeline uh, that's going to stretch beyond Wisconsin into Iowa week, or if it's after Iowa week, is is he he was <laughs> he was a fish out of water. He's a New York dude that went to Happy Valley, that went to Philly, and then went to Waco. And what he do? He made some really smart hires. And he made this is very Osborne esque. What did what did Coach Osborne do in the the late seventies, early eighties? He hired two, fan three fantastic high school football coaches in the state of Nebraska. Frank Solich at Lincoln Southeast. Uh, you had Milt Teniper out west in McCook, and uh, Dan Young at West Side. Pretty sure Dan was at Westside. Forgive me if I've screwed that up. Point is, is you got the western part of the state, you got Lincoln, you got Omaha, and those guys were incredible. Incredible at finding kids uh, in the 500-mile radius or New Jersey or in Binkelman. They did a wonderful job of getting in-state and out-of-state, and they, true to their eyes, right? They saw linemen that had really good feet. They saw tough kids. They saw athletes. They coached them up. They developed. They built for depth. And you get the, uh, the, the, that's what Rule did, is he went out and he hired a couple of high school coaches from the state of Texas. And here's what Paul Meyerberg had to say. Maybe you've seen it on Twitter. It's part of what's trending. Uh, we're pretty proud of that at Hale Varsity Radio. Un momento. Okay. One minute and action. And action. And which which cut do you want? Let's talk about the high school coaches. Let's talk about the high school coach. I had the wrong cut pulled up. That's you're on fine. Me. No, That's you're on good. Me. My fault. I audibled. Nobody heard it. And uh, we're gonna go with the high school coaches. To me, that's it. That's that's. Can you can you come to an unfamiliar place, make ends, and. It was very important to recruit the state of Texas. But just from the pure X's and O's and personnel, there there are similarities in terms of what he needs to do to rebuild uh, Nebraska's pipeline of the offensive line, to rebuild a sense of toughness and physicality that's been missing from the program for about a decade. Those are things that I believe he's really equipped to improve right away. And more so than that, I, I just feel like his ability to connect with people, to connect with players, 
um, may not have suited him well on the NFL level, where it's a very different environment, a different day-to-day work grind, a different um, sort of conversation that you have daily with players compared to college players. But I do think that what he does really well is build that rapport and build that sort of continuity of intent, continuity of purpose. Um, in Texas, for example, I can tell you three or four years later, if you polled 300 Texas high school coaches today and asked them who their favorite coach in football is, I promise you and I guarantee you the majority would say Matt Rule. And that's three or four years down the road, three or four years since he stepped foot in that state. That's the kind of relationship he built in that insular community um, to bring Baylor and put them back on the map. So he's very, very smart. He's very intelligent and he's very well conditioned to embrace this rebuilding process. And you know, and all your listeners know from watching him on Saturdays or this past Friday, uh, the intent is there, I think, for Nebraska with Mickey Joseph. I think they play hard, um, but they need someone, in my opinion, who can bring this thing to its fruition and to its final point. It's not just enough to play hard. You have to bring in all the pieces. Uh, Matt's shown an ability to do that at two different stops in two very adverse circumstances. And in comparison, I don't think Nebraska is, is in the same ballpark. Trev laid out his vision. Tough. Line of scrimmage oriented, both lines, and build, right? We've been talking about building or remodeling or tearing down, building back up. And Saturday was a low point in exhibition of just where you are at your worst when it comes to having to lean on your depth. It wasn't Nebraska's top quarterback, and they're going against a fearsome Wolverine defense. It was two injured backup quarterbacks, and you can't run the ball. And your poor defense is, it ain't going to matter anyway against Michigan, but you that defense is hung in and hung in and hung in. Then your offensive coordinator gets wiped out, and he's still... Damn it, I'm not going to the hospital. Put me upstairs and let me get the headset. So Whipple's still calling plays. God love him for for sticking it out. <laughs> that looked awful. But Nebraska's got to build, and you're going to build on the line of scrimmage. Nebraska had a really good quarterback in, in Casey Thompson. Is he going to be available Saturday? Don't know. But the offense kind of built around what he can do for your offense, right? You got to you got to build around your line. And no matter what your circumstance, you can always lean on the big five dudes up front, maybe seven, if we're talking getting back to depth where the the backup guard is ready to go and there's minimal drop-off. That's a pipe dream right now. Hmm. But you look at some of the comments in, uh, you have Jamie saying, follow the rule. Very well done. That's a T-shirt. Uh, Jamie's also asking, is it tomorrow? Uh, Jeff wants to know if there's a law saying how long a contract Nebraska head coaches can have. Some states have it. I don't believe so because Scott had five and then got extended two. And, yes, top assistants are needed. It comes back to the, the Mickey question, the Bush question, who do you keep on staff? Here's the other question, Elijah. We've thrown out and we've gone over 400 names. Who do you love? Who do you hate? Hate sounds wrong and, and a little bit too intense, but there's names that either hit you right or hit you wrong. And, and Rule's one of those guys that has hit me right. Aranda's one of those guys that have hit me right. Leipold's absolutely a guy that hits me right. And I thought Mickey, God, if, if, if Mickey just, I, he has done nothing wrong 
except manage a two-alarm fire that's turned into a four-alarm fire with injuries and lack of depth. All he's done is the right thing. All he's done is recruit his butt off. All he's done is take it on the chin for the program, and all he's done is be positive and keep the kids focused. They'll play hard again, and they're supposed to, but that's real hard to see in a lot of instances if they've been similar to this. So I, I, I hope that whoever it is, uh, you, you get Mickey and you get Bush and you get Applewhite, and we can talk about some other assistants, but those are the three guys I think have done a good job, can help you win. And it, it, who knows if Mickey's got something on his desk or not to sign somewhere else. It, that's, that's another question and another topic. But Rule's a guy that has done this and maybe he wants to get back in it. The other side of the Rule coin here, Elijah, is do you sit out a year? See a guy that sits? Or if you sit, do you lose demand? That's that's the question. And listen, you can poke holes in every name. You can poke holes in O'Brien. You can poke holes in in Leopold. You can poke holes in Kleiman. You can poke No one's been perfect this year, right? Can't really poke a hole in Dabo. Can't really poke a hole in Saban. Can't really poke a hole in, in what Ohio State's done. And the holes that people poked in rule, you've got some 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 vocal feedback that are the anti-rule crowd. And those voices say, well, he was garbage in the NFL. So was Saban. Well, he inherited talent and and help. Well, no, he only had 45 scholarship guys at Baylor. Uh, Temple, you talk to, we talk to 100 coaches because they know it. They know it best. And they're like, dude, if you can win at Temple, (laughs) that's, that's, Pretty impressive. Who's with us? We got Paul on the line. Paul, thanks for calling. Welcome into Hale Varsity. Go ahead. Hey guys, don't you think if it was going to be Matt Rule, we would have heard by now? I would say no, simply because the timing necessarily to do it right now doesn't quite make sense. Whenever you're a week, a week and a half away from being able to announce this at a point where it's you know at the end of the season and you don't have games on the line still. It just, in my mind, if you are going to announce Matt Rule, it doesn't make much sense to announce it now. You can get him signed now, you can but signed, announce you can let, later. You can let him do work behind the scenes. I don't think it makes much sense to announce it now just because you still have a season. You still have, you know, a, a team full of guys that are playing for Mickey Joseph, and why would you take away from their week of game prep by announcing Senior a head coaching day, hire that, all that doesn't yeah. necessarily matter this week? I can see that. Uh, my only thing is that you gave uh, Mickey until – he was no longer bowl eligible. And now we can absolutely say, hey, we're going to move on. Here's the guy, but he's going to keep you on, keep on hopefully Bill Bush, et cetera, et cetera. Well, and it's those guys' choice to stay. I mean, they've yeah. done a hell of a job. They're going to get phone calls, you would think. Absolutely. Uh, got to pay him to stay. <laughs> oh. And I think, I think we can probably afford to pay anybody with all these new contracts and all the money that's coming in. Totally agree with you. Yeah, it, it, it's got to be a priority to do so. We'll get into to some of the, the coaches. That There's some crossover, some names to look at. Paul, thanks for the phone call, bud. Appreciate thanks, you guys. tuning in. Two names that, that are out there. you got Terry Price. He's at A&M. He's a defensive line coach. Uh, Garrett Miles, his kind of star get. But A&M's defense has been pretty good. He was uh, part of the defensive staff at Baylor with Rule. 
rules D coordinators, the head coach at Texas Tech. They've they've been very stingy this year. They've been a pain in the neck. They they may or may not go bowling. I don't know if they're at five and seven or not if they're if they're not eligible anymore. They just beat Kansas. Well, Schmitty, we're running up against a break here. This is much too long a topic probably just try to sneak in here. But if we're talking assistance, what's your your confidence level that it's going to be rule? Not to put you on the spot here, but I, I mean I'm starting starting to read the tea leaves too and thinking this is maybe more likely than not. Well, we can we can get back into the tea leaves here in a minute. Okay. All right. Okay. Hang on. Phone lines open this first hour at 466-3776-800-825-5865. It's Monday. God awful loss. I'm not going to aside from Ernest <laughs> aside from Ernest Hausman, uh, I'm not going to say much about Michigan. Getting enough vodka in the world to dive back into that game. So we'll, we'll dive back into the coaching topics. Who do you love and who are you uh, really cool on? Pardon the interruption, but I'd like to save you some money. I'm Brandon Vogel, managing editor of Hale Varsity. And I wanted to offer listeners of this podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we produce. 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all of the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe and enter the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of Hale Varsity. That's HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe, promo code GBR. Chime in, 402-466-ESPN, or email the show, chris at HaleVarsity.com. Just try me, try me. Back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for spending time. It's Hale Varsity Radio on a Monday. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, the smoke around Matt Rule. Second time we've spent uh, an extended segment on one Matt Rule. Jamie chimes in, no energy from the rule hire. Uh, Matt says, I've heard a lot of wrong for me. You know, totally get it. Because you want who and whatever it is. It's got to be right. (laughs) It's got to work this time. You are going into a situation where the Big Ten is getting much more difficult with UCLA and USC. You don't know if it's just one cluster or if you've got pods set up or what you're going to be facing. But Mickey nailed it in the postgame when it comes to the disparity that was on display Saturday, 34 to, 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 to 3. It was talent. It was development. And it was recruiting. It was recruiting the right kids that stay in the program, and I think Nebraska's tried to do that. Michigan has done that. And while it was DEFCON 2 in Ann Arbor three years ago, after a 2-5 and five season, and a chewing by the, uh, the president and a public spectacle of, well, Jimbo, we're going to cut your salary, right? What happened? Stayed the course. He's got his three tight ends. He is running uh, smash-mouth football. And he's got his quarterbacks that haven't been asked to win a ball game, but they've not screwed it up the last two seasons. We'll see if Michigan... Michigan didn't look great. Part of that was Nebraska, but Michigan didn't look like um, a team that can go stomp all over Ohio State again. 
I think if Ohio State's good enough and they, they might they might be in their front seven uh, to stymie the run game, uh-oh, mm-hmm. right? Uh, meanwhile, Ohio State's had to win games a couple of times this year playing power football. We'll get back on the coaching talk in a minute, but just my quick observation of Michigan v. Nebraska, have, have not. And Michigan, they got they got talent everywhere. They got depth. And it, it's, <laughs> it's easy, I guess, easier to keep those guys around. You know what? You can tell a guy – you know what? We still think you're a year away. You need some time in the weight room. You need some me. time in the practice field. We'll you trust you the me. NFL. It's a lot easier to stick around whenever you look at the guys ahead of you and you see them winning 10, 11 games a year. It's easy to say, you know what? That guy is winning 10, 11 games a year. Maybe the coaches are right. Maybe this guy is better than me. Maybe I need to get a little bit better before I'm ready to see the field. It's a lot harder sell whenever you're on the bench and you see the guys in front of you going 3-9 and nine or 4-8 and eight and you say... Why is that guy still getting a chance? I'm sitting here on the bench. I've been putting in my time. I've been working, and I'm not getting a chance in the field because the coaches think I'm not ready. But clearly, the product on the field isn't ready either. So what's the what's the the pause in, in letting me see the field? And it makes you want to go hit the transfer portal. It's a lot easier to keep that that talent around and let those guys keep developing whenever you can sell the fact that the guys in front of them are winning football games. Whenever your time is going to come, you're going to win football games too. Right. Winning will not only breed energy and talent and an itch to be a part of the program it might even bring some patience along right and uh you're not ready for big 10 football as an 18 year old or as a 19 year old maybe by the time you're about you're about to turn 21 after two good years of development or some role work first then you go. I mean, at a lot of other programs, J.J. McCarthy, their starting quarterback, would have seen McNamara take the team to the college football playoff last year and say, you know what? That guy's got a couple years left. That's a tough sell for me. I'm going to go put my name in the transfer portal and see what happens elsewhere. But at Michigan, you know that you can trust that coaching staff because that coaching staff has been putting so many guys in the NFL. To your point, you can stick around. You can keep on developing and say, you know what? Someday it's going to be my team. I'm going to be the guy who's better than that guy. It's, it's going to be my team to lead and take to the college football playoff. They finally got it right because Michigan was a revolving door of four- and five-star quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They And they even hit the portal one year. or a tra- They shouldn't say portal, but uh, Shea came in from Ole Miss. He transferred out of Ole Miss to Shea Michigan. Patterson, yeah. yeah, Patterson's the, the guy. But Michigan stabilized. And it also comes down to recruiting the, the right kid with a mentality of I'm going to compete, and if I don't win the job – I'm going to go back to work and try and win it again. You know, two strikes, you're out. You know, you you need the Joe, and I I know Joe Burrow transferred, but Joe Burrow put in three and a half years at Ohio State trying to win a job, Mm -hmm. right? And just couldn't beat out out fields. It worked out in the end. (laughs) Bill Bush, assist, right? So you got to have the right kind of kid that's willing to, to be patient. That's harder and harder to find in college football. So connecting the dots here, if Nebraska moves forward on rule, Glenn Thomas is the offensive coordinator at Arizona State, was the OC for for rule at Baylor. And there's uh, some commonality with uh, Nebraska offering uh, T.J. Fayard, He's the quarterback out of Arkansas for 2023, 6'5", pro-style guy. Had a uh, tweet come in, did Nebraska offer a guy? They did back on the 6th of, I think November was was the day. So it's an RPO-type setup, setup, 
and I think Fayard's out of out of Arkansas. Maybe Texas. I'll have to double check that. But you have Glenn Thomas, and that name is, is offensive coordinator. You have Terry Price, uh, A&M defensive line coach or defensive end coach. So those are the two names you can connect with Rule. And then if, if you look at the rest of Nebraska staff, who is going to come after Mickey to be their head coach? Is Arizona State really still a thing? Probably. Could be. I mean, they, they need a coach. Uh Coach Beckton's all he's done is do a hell of a good job with tight ends. Uh, Bill Bush has been fantastic. Uh, you want to keep Mickey Applewhite. His running backs have not had a lot of room. I don't know what you do at offensive line coach, right? He just, again, we're talking about situation and your job's to coach up, but those weren't a lot of kids you recruited. This is what you inherited. So you got to make the best out of it. So, Travis Fisher's been a, a, a big time asset as well in the recruiting world. So I don't I don't know. I mean, you, you would like uh Ryan says Kyle Whittingham. You know, we're asking who do you love? Who do you not like? As far as these coaching names, Ryan Blunt's chiming in here saying, uh, Kyle Whittingham out of Utah. He's not happy in Utah. Well, he gets a whole day and a half off. Uh, to spend with his family. I don't know if that's making him unhappy, but <laughs> it's a nice perk to have. Uh, Texas is is where Fayard's out of, so thank you for, for that assist there, Jamie. But, no, I, we'll see if this happens. To your point, we were talking timeline. We'll hear a little bit more from Paul Meyerberg, too. I think you can sew things up this week, make sure Mickey and the staff – know what's going on trev's i think very good at being up front about things like that and then just just let it all hang out man two game season go to work try and get casey back try and beat wisconsin you know braylon allen's not had the year he wants wisconsin's offensive line's a mess it's a situation where you know they're (laughs) this is kiss of death wisconsin's gettable Iowa is is not scoring a thousand points on people. We'll be in Iowa City Black Friday for a special Black Friday Hail Varsity at the Marriott uh, rooftop. It's covered, thank God. Rooftop uh, tailgate party at the Marriott. Uh, we'll be there noon to two, and then uh, Real Red Reaction post game. Just throwing that uh, that line in the water for you. But no, I mean it's it's a situation with Nebraska that change is going to happen sooner rather than later and if you go this route how does that name how does rule sit with you who do we have we have dave on the line dave thanks for calling welcome into hail varsity go ahead bud yeah you know uh i'm i'm all for matt rule but i really feel bad for mickey because it's like sitting at a poker table and saying okay we're going all in and you've got a two of diamonds and a three of hearts go for it no, and it's uh, it's uh, there's nothing on the river for you, nope. <laughs> and you got to nope. keep you got to keep putting money into the middle of the pot to keep playing, right? That, yeah, and that's what I feel like Mickey's been thrown into, and you know he's done a great job. But I, I agree, Matt Rule is a guy that from the get go I've kind of thought would be the dude uh, that could maybe 
do something. And, and I agree with you. You know, keep Mickey. Uh, make sure that you, you keep Bill Bush around, too. Uh, but, yeah, but, you know, there, we need some help. It's obvious we need some help. Well, and you need Saturday. that. You need that Nebraska understanding. Mickey has, Bush has, right? If you're, and that's that's what Rule did when he went to Baylor, is is he went and got Texas guys who get Texas. Yeah, but you know what? That makes me think though. If if he does come in and he's looking at maybe a high school coach in Nebraska, who does he turn to? There's a lot of choices. There's yeah, a there's lot questions. of choices. Chew on that one for a while, guys. I think. I think. I mean, Huffman at, at Bell West is has been great. Uh, you, you got Coach Means and Coach Waller. That uh, I know they're not head coaches anymore, but they've been incredible. They're they're Nebraska guys. Uh, Can I throw a name out there? Yeah, go for it. Coach Cool at Carney High. Car- uh, cool he, be, he always cool does be an awesome. awful lot with very little out there. Cool's fantastic. Carney's been a, a really nice program as well. There's a there's so many good coaches in high school in the state of Nebraska. There'd be a lot to choose from for sure. Dave, thanks for the phone call. Yep, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Good to hear from Dave. I'm leaving out names. Coach oh, Coach Yonk, it's money. Love Coach Catula. Coach Gingery. Give Give me <laughs> Gingery. Giggery'd be bouncing, bouncing around out there, and instead of the uh, the East Blue and the, uh, I mean, Giggery's probably got some some sleeveless hooded sweatshirts to to match rule. <laughs> uh, right? Is that where we're at now? Or who, who stylistically, from from a fashion point of view, who matches up with Matt Rule? Giggery's your number one choice, obviously. Totally. <laughs> Snow, sub zero wind chill. Don't matter. Sleeves are for wusses. I get it. Uh, some more thoughts on, um, well, Nebraska. And uh, we'll get Coach McBride's take. NFL weekend was nuts. Just awesome. No dog in the fight with the Bills and Vikings, but that was the craziest finish I've seen in 100 years. Hail Varsity Radio continues. We're presented by Currency.